Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Kyle Lowry. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas, and who, sir, are you? Uh, my professional title is producer Matt Duncan of the podcast. Freddie, how are things going? Uh, I'm doing great. Can you tell the folks about your non-professional title, snowblower extraordinaire? <laughs> That's true. Uh, I do have my own snowblower that my wife got me, and uh, that you know I'm in a, a process right now where the first two hours I have to of using it, I have to change the oil. So every time we go out, I'm like, how how long was that? Keep a little chart that says, uh, you know, how much time I've used on it. I'm really excited to change the oil in the middle of winter as it's like minus 16 right now. So happy for you. So happy for the snowblower and the, and the oil and, and, um, and the chart. And and I hope, hope, um, you know, our (laughs) Patreon uh, members can see that chart. Yeah. Maybe that is some Um, exclusive Patreon content. Well, I'll I'll post the uh, snowblower chart on there. Yeah. yeah, I think people will go buck wild for that. Probably. Freddie, uh, I just got to say, uh, the folks at home, we do have a YouTube that you can watch this, but do you still have a Christmas tree up in the background there? That's right. I do still have a Christmas tree. It's blue. Yeah. Um, Is that no, your, uh, uh, your in-laws? Is that the tree from Fandango Farms? Fandango Farms. I cut <laughs> it down right near to the Rose Motel uh, featured on Schitt's Creek. That's true. And, um, yeah, it's still fresh, still smells good. And, uh, the needles are not falling. So we're keeping it. You know what? I too got a tree from the Fandango farm and I have to say it was actually ended up being one of the best trees we've ever had. It, it very few needles on the ground. And my wife even left it up way longer than she usually does. Like we, we had it up into the new year here, folks. Uh, not move, quite, not quite like you, you're going. Can you hear the Fandango? <laughs> Can you t- <laughs> um, Matt, let's uh, let's see. We got to jump into ball. We are a basketball <laughs> podcast. That's true. We're a Raptors podcast. Yes. We're hardcore Raptors fans. Hardcore. Um, and uh, we got two amazing guests today. But, uh, you know, if people want to find us online, share yes. us, all that good stuff. Uh, how do they do that, Matt? Um, well, we are a part of a, a network called the Sonar Network, Sonar. And if you go to the sonarnetwork.com, you can listen to us there. You can also listen to a bunch of other podcasts there. They, they, they keep adding some arsenal, as uh, they say. And you can also go to dunkspodcast.com. You can listen there. That's our website, the one that looks like a, you know, like a kid's skateboard, you know, like uh, decals here, decals there. That's that's how we roll. But that all those decals are our links, okay? Because, you know, like the podcatchers and, and our Patreon, which we would love if you could support. And as well, uh, you know, our social media and our YouTube, you know, like uh, we're putting a lot more into the YouTube. We're trying to get those those subscriptions up on YouTube as well. So you can listen there. There's so many places you can listen. We've got these link trees on our Instagram and our Twitter. It just makes it so easy to pick your poison. And as I said last time, we do have a link now up for Shopify. If you want to buy a Confederacy of Dunks toque, 
you know, 20 bucks, you're going to have an anti-itch toque for the rest of winter. We still got lots of time left, and it is minus 16 where I am right now. Okay, so click that link. Get the hat. Freddie's going to mail it to you. Snail mail extraordinaire. Canada Post, let's keep it going. <laughs> Matt, you're a goddamn gem. I'm lucky to have you. You're an audio master. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I think we're basically ready to get this pod going. Uh, mm. But before we do, uh, I will say uh, email your city councillors, Black Lives Matter, and uh, defund the police. And yeah, let's keep that Matt, going. Yeah, you know, you got you to keep pressing on. Yeah. Um, but let's let's jump into some ball talk. Uh, Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, please, good sir, just give me those sweet, sweet words. Okay. Okay, let's get rolling here uh, with guest number one. Uh, it's actually going to be his first time on the podcast. Uh, I've been on his podcast, Below the Hardwood, uh, with Ryan Henry and uh, Alan Shane Lewis, uh, who you should be familiar with if you listen to this pod. Um, uh, we actually did a wicked uh, episode where we picked all-time Blazers, and I got schooled pretty heavily. I think I had the worst team, but it, but it was like it was tight because you had to know who played for the Blazers when, like Carmelo Anthony counts anyhow <laughs> uh, i still have some regrets about that draft uh but yeah he's a hardcore basketball fan uh give it up as loud as you as loud as you can even if you're at home alone for dexter Ariola. you get your own music too oh i love it i love it i don't get this on the other show man like <laughs> yeah man that's it you're uh, done with the other show now happy to be here guys like first time you're gonna pop my cherry i know we talked about it before but <laughs> i gotta bring it up uh yeah i'm excited to be here man happy to have you happy to have you um yeah and uh i'll, I'll give you a chance to plug the pod uh, at the end of the episode for sure too um but let's get rolling because there's just so much raptor stuff to talk to and nba stuff so let's bring on guest number two um, I think I'm going to say this right for the first time, hopefully, but he was on the late show with Stephen Colbert. So maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. But I think, I think it was Conan. Five. Wasn't it Conan? No, I just read his Twitter. Okay. So unless he, <laughs> unless he like is totally like, Hey, I'm going to mess with Freddie, like on another level, like Fortnite style, then fair enough. But anyways, Graham K is absolutely hilarious. He's an amazing standup. He's got a Crave special. He's incredible. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Graham K. Yeah. Yeah. That is my music. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? I get some like badass music. I get some like. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm like a French Canadian clown. Like, I'm going to French Canadian clown. Oh my god, I was going to say Dexter's is like badass, and yours is French man falling downstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyway, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't mean to make fun of our uh, French Canadian <laughs> friends. I'm first, first just, from, just from Ottawa, so. Um, yeah, you, you know Hull and, and such, so, yeah, you, you, so know, you don't want to go there. I can be uh, xenophobic. That's cool, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Here yeah. and there. I, go, I went skiing on the weekends in, in, in Quebec, so it's, it's chill. Uh, yeah, no anyway, uh, yeah you, 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 you botched the music. It was insulting. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and I'm hurt. And uh, this isn't your first time hearing it, Graham. I know. What <laughs> <laughs> this? It's like somehow like theme. This is what it hurts me because I know that's what you think of me. Uh, <laughs> and what did I do? What do I got to do? You know? Yeah, you know, <laughs> Matt. It's like when he plays that music, he's picturing pieing you in the face. Or, yeah, or I'm just some stupid loser who, who like, I'm here for everyone's amusement. I, I'm, I, I like to rock out. You know, I, I, I've had sex. You know? <laughs> Women respect me. Yeah, you, you hear that? You hear that? You hear that? I'll think French about changing Canada? it. I'll think about it. Respect this man. And you got uh, my, 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 uh, my credit wrong. It's, it's not, again, you got to rock. It's not, it's not. Colbert. Um, it was uh, the late, late tonight show uh, with Craig Ferguson um, featuring Colbert. So, you know. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, well, I mean, cheers to Craig Ferguson. Uh, cheers to Colbert. Uh, I, I, I wasn't on. I wasn't on. Craig Ferguson. I was on I, it was just a bad joke. Didn't go over well. <laughs> Thank you. Because actually it was like going to follow up because I, I clicked back to your Twitter and I'm like, OK, now I'm really tripping out. Yeah, I know. You. Uh, but you know what? OK, let's let's get rolling here on some Raptor stuff. Um, we had some good banter. Maddie, if you got a if you got a beautiful Raptor sting for me, please. Good, sir. Give it to me. I don't even know why I still do that. Um, let's go to you. Uh, let's go to you first, Dexter. It's your first time on the pod. Um, We'll start off with the with the good stuff, kinda. Uh, we reached another Kyle Stone, uh, Kyle Lowry, already far and away the best franchise player of all time for the Raptors. Uh, he leads. Uh, he, he passed Jose in assists. Uh, I think maybe earlier this season or late last season. Um, he just got into the ten thousand points as a Raptor club. Uh, I think he is within range of Bosch this season and would have to continue being a Raptor to pass DeRozan. That's just off the top of my head. Um, but I thought his, his interview was really interesting because a lot of the regular Kyle stuff of I'm not happy when I lose. That's it. Don't talk to me. I, I, I'm a competitor was kind of like he had to put that aside to accept all of the praise he was getting from reporters and he opened up about some stuff. One thing I thought was kind of interesting was he mentioned that Dwayne Casey wouldn't let him shoot the pull-up three, hmm. which I think has really helped his game age. So I think there's some resentment there, and clearly he still likes Nurse, which is a good sign. And he mentioned that he likes the idea of trying to get into the playoffs and being a hunter. Uh as opposed to being like a hunted team and he's enjoying watching Fred OG Pascal and Norm like his guys uh, develop so he said that specifically which I, I found kind of interesting um, so yeah duh, kind of Dexter with all that aside or sorry with all that said is that what this season is about is it like is it a development year like you know not necessarily what, what like what it's about for you but for regular fans listening what is this season about uh, considering we're not a contender 
So for me, uh, it could be one of two things. Uh, it could be a farewell to her for Lowry. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think for me, with the Raptors, they're kind of on this five-year roller coaster. So let's start from the beginning. So 2000 to, let's say, 96 to whatever, 2005. Let's bump them all together. Uh, they had great years. You go to 2005, 2010. Not so good. They are getting swept. 2010 to 2015, they're rebuilding. And then 2015, 2020, they win the championship, right? So going by that basis, the five-year plan right now, I think we're rebuilding. I think we're at that stage right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I think being a shortened season and being in Tampa really changed everything. And I think... We have to just take a step back. I don't know if we sign Masai yet. I don't think so. But once we sign him, I think he'll have a plan. And I think there's a rebuilding season. And uh, you got to take the good with the bad. And that's what it is. Yeah. No, I think I think you, you definitely like and, and, I, and I consider myself a major optimist. But also, you know, I'm a hardcore basketball fan. And I recognize like a, a club that isn't really in contention for sure. Um, yeah. Graham, what are you like? Where does that Kyle stuff sit with you? Like, what do you, what do you think about like, what, what is this season for you as a Raptors fan? I think this is sort of a, uh, it's, it's, it's a celebration of his career with Toronto. I, but I, I would not be upset. I know we want to keep them and it'd be, it'd be great to keep them. I just don't think it makes sense at this point. I think that when we were, when we won, I think five out of six and now we've lost two in a row. I think we've sort of like, we're like five and five in the past 10 games. I think that's sort of what we're going to be, what this iteration of the team is. I know that we could, you know, we're only like four games back from first or something insane like that. But that's, that 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 doesn't matter we're not gonna contend we're not gonna we'll be out in the first round probably with whoever we play and i know that it's it's more fun to have that than not but i just feel like this is the year it's we're playing in tampa it's time to trade him get something back maybe i i i love the guy he's the greatest Toronto raptor ever Ten thousand points amazing uh i I appreciate him. I just think that I know it sucks to let him go, but I think that if we could get something back, it would help. It would help the franchise and tear the bandaid off because he's 34. He's a, he, under- yeah. I always tell people he's, he's my, he's my age, yeah. height and weight. So if, you, if you think sports are easy, watch yeah. me do anything. Yeah. Not in the league, Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> It's, he's an undersized point guard who's small, and I'm not the first to say this. Bill Simmons says this all the time, but it's like those typically don't age well. And I know that he's a freak of nature. And I mean, not, he's already aged well. Yes, 100%. considering he's only there's only like five 34 year olds in the league, and he's playing sick right now. He's still got it. He's still awesome. Mm-hmm. And it, this is you know you, this is a great opportunity to sell high. I think. In my opinion, yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 my, my line with the with the Kyle trade stuff is, you know, just get, I get to brass tacks really quick, which is you got to get five million dollars within thirty three, which is his contract. I don't want any bad salary back. Period. So I, I, right. I'm, I'm, I'm loath to 
trade Kyle for all the emotional reasons, but like for the practical reasons, I don't want like a Chandler. But I, I don't know who we'd have to take back for him. Yeah. Like if they're good players and that they can factor into our future. Sure. If not, I'd rather 33 mil come off the books and less than that. You know right. what I mean? So, and my thing also is you work with him on a trade. It's not like, you're not like, sorry, Kyle, you got to go. Yeah. It's like, dude, how you feeling? What's going on? Yeah. Where do you want to go? Yeah. And, th- and then it goes to which contenders have $33 million in dead contract. It's not the Clippers, Lakers. The Heat are the one, I think, that could maneuver it. Yeah. Other teams, it's it's kind of like, yes. But, but anyways, yeah, that, that's kind of where I am on that. But I think that will develop, too. And I also feel like it's just tough for fans to see our, like, our stoic, amazing leader. In a heat uniform, when you said that, I was like, ah, I take it back. I don't want to see that guy in the heat. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, yeah. if, it was the heat, yeah. if it was the heat of the Celtics, like, go to hell. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, also, I was a big, big fan of DeMar DeRozan, right? And that was a situation yeah. where I remember people, I've said this so many times on the pod, but I remember people being like, Freddie, you must be so upset about DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard. Like, and, I, and I was like, I love DeRozan, but I'm not a madman. Like yeah. Kawhi, like, you know, DeRozan, it was never, that for me, it was like, I, would I be upset if we traded Kyle for Steph? No. Yeah. I would not. I would also yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. be upset if we, you know, traded Pascal for like yeah, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. but, um, actually, you think we could make those two trades. Honestly, with Masai, maybe yeah. well, let's, let's go to Pascal. And I think, you know, you've earned a little bit of authority to, to speak on Pascal here because, you know, in our shared like, online community, you were the one who were kind of like, Hey, I'm not so sure this guy's as good as Tatum. And everyone kind of like jumped, uh, jumped all over you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I said that. And I got, I was like, I, it's shaping up that we're going to face them in the playoffs and I, I don't feel good. We're not going to have the best player. And I just thought that everyone thought that. But I have an advantage of living in America. I'm from I'm from Ottawa, I'm from Canada. But I live in America now. Um, I'm a really successful comedian in America. Uh, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, maybe you probably didn't hear about it in Canada. Cause, but whatever. Uh, anyway, yeah, so yeah. It, the, I'm not in the media bubble. There's like I see all my friends online, and they're like Pascal, blah, blah, blah. and then it's like here, it's it's sort of a more sober. Um, interpretation of, of what he is or where he's at. And, and so it, I just thought it was obvious that he wasn't going to be the best player. And I got roasted on this message board on the, on like this Facebook page and like, and then I don't know, sure enough, I'm smart. Everyone's done. So, Hey man, I've, I've been there. I was, I was two years ahead of yeah. Stevens being an overrated coach. And uh, I, I, I rocked that so, so hard. <laughs> I, and I and I fought for that really yeah. hard for a long time. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, I think there was like a settling down. It was like, yo, Freddie was on to something. And, you know, I think it was fair that people were a little, a little bit blinded with Pascal, you know, as a roving kind of extra guy next to Kawhi without the defensive focus. It was yeah. like, you know, he was amazing. And then when the season started, that awesome. massive eruption, I think, before yeah. the league you know, got the scouting report on him. He hurt his groin. COVID happened. Yeah. And he hasn't really recovered. Like he's averaging. I, I just looked at his stats. So a little bit more assists, a little bit more rebounds. Everything else is way down. Like yeah. the shooting percentages are way down. 
he is shaping up to be a max player that isn't an all-star. So that is like, like even if you're a hardcore Pascal, uh, Pascal fan, you can't square those two things. You can't have yeah. a max player that's not an all-star. That's yeah. like terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm asking you, like, you know, you got some Pascal foresight, or at least with his struggles. Where do you see his regression going? Like, is, it, is, it, is he going to average one point a game at some point? Or is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like where's it going to go from here? I don't think it'll go any lower. I think he's a good player. I think he's going to get better. I think that, like, he just, he's not consistent, but he has the ability. Like, there, remember there was, like, a five-game stretch this season where he was awesome again? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was it's sad to say it was only five games, so. Yeah. But, I, you know, he's got it in him. I just, it's. It's the hardest thing in the league is to do it consistently. Get 20 points every game is so hard. It's like, you know, I I, I really think he's going to settle at like 17, 18 points a game, eight rebounds. He, but his assists are up. That's something that he's added this year. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. He's a better creator. I've like he's done. He, he's his assists are you know he's getting like sometimes he gets like five six a game. I I, I think that's something. I don't think it's going to get much lower. I, I'm a I'm a fan. I think he's really good. Um, he's just not a number one, and that's it. You know? I think like you know he has to prove the other way at, at this point because you can say you know he's he's good on defense. He's a he's a good defender. Yeah. Um, and I think. Again, I don't want to give him a bunch of excuses. And, and Dexter, I'll go to you. I, I do think having a competent center takes a lot of the defensive pressure off him and takes away yeah. a lot of those kind of like silly fouls. Yeah. But also, you know, it's just it is what it is. Like he he he's made made the big bucks now, so he you can't put up fifteen points and people and be like, oh, you're kind of good it, on defense. It's can like, I say something quickly? Sorry, it dude. is bizarre. Like I I how much. Toronto, I guess, because we've watched him grow. All the fans feel like they're his, like he he's their son, and they won't criticize him. It's like we gave him this colossal contract. He's a man now. He's a man. We, hey. He deserves to be criticized as much as anybody else, and he's not <laughs> performing up to that level. So totally, and, and you know, last year, if you want to go back to that Boston series, he was still getting paid one point nine. His extension hadn't kicked in. Right. OG, his extension only kicks in next year. So everything we're getting from OGs free money. Right. But at a certain point, it's like not free money anymore. You know who knows that? Fred Van Vliet. He yeah. got his contract, and he's like, "I'm showing up." People doubted me. Jokes yeah. on them. Um. So yeah, uh, Dexter. I feel like we've we've gone on for a bit. But like, <laughs> sorry, Dexter. What, no, no I, I needed to give Graham the floor a little bit here because, oh, yeah. you know, you see I, something, you call it out and people are like, you're wrong and you're not. That's hard. Um, he's not wrong. I'm um, he's not. I'm <clears throat> fully on the fan base of trade Pascal Siakam. I'm okay. on that. Uh, wow. Like you guys said, he is what he is. I think he's an 18 and eight guy. I think he's somewhere between uh, Jeremy Grant and a Tobias Harris. I yeah. think that's who he is. I think. Um, I think when he's put to the forefront, when he's that first main guy, if you look at Tobias Harris and Jeremy Grant, they're not winning when they score 20, when they score 26. Mm -hmm. Like Detroit, he's in the forefront now. They're not winning. Uh, Tobias Harris, he has two monsters with him. But if he were to be in the forefront, like we saw him in Orlando, he wasn't doing anything. So I feel like that's where Pascal lies. And 
I, I say we trade him I, as much as Jeremy Grant. Now that he's got the keys to the Cadillac. Exactly. Right. So, and, and he has Dwayne Casey, I guess. Uh, I don't know where that goes, but you could put that wherever you want. Um, but uh, I, I love, I just want to trade Pascal and here are my trade thoughts. Okay. Uh, okay that that, that was my follow-up. Like, I love yeah, it. like, I love it. so who can we get for him? So I hate trading to the East to make someone better. So I, I'll never do that. So let's trade to the West. So mm-hmm. I'm a couple trades and it kind of okay. makes sense money wise. So I'm going to go to Sacramento. They really you don't always like got to go Bagley. to Sacramento. Sorry. <laughs> they don't like Marvin Bagley. Uh, he's 21 years old, super young. You can throw in maybe a buddy healed if uh, someone else wants to go with them. Um, but yeah, I really like that dynamic. Uh, I think Bagley and buddy are in a bad system and just the culture these these teams have bad cultures so coming to the raptors i think they'll get a better culture and they'll play way better my second team is the timberwolves and i'm going with carl anthony towns and i think he's a great player it's what we need we need a big man okay that's Um, juicy i think the wolves have a bad culture ever since garnett so if we bring them here to a better culture i think blocks rebounds what do we need do you think that would make that that uh, someone in the post I think so. I think they want to move from him. He's he hasn't been playing. I know it's the COVID stuff, but he he's just not performing. Like he's putting up numbers, but he's not performing to what they want. And bringing in D'Angelo Russell, like that, didn't really do anything to his game, right? So those the, are my the, those are some, my middle you know, name is Jake, and those are my hot takes. Hey, <laughs> hot take Jake. Uh, no, go. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I don't think those are like those those like wild, like out to lunch trades. I, I think that I think Towns is objectively better than Siakam. So yeah. we have to sweeten the hell out of that deal. Like yeah, maybe no, Siakam yeah. norm picks and such. Um, but uh, OK, Sacramento for me is always like, you know, and, and the reason I liked your trades is because like you're thinking like Masai. Which is, he Masai is like he like combs the room and he looks for the dumbest person and then he goes to talk to them and talks to them. And if you look at all of our trades, he he never and, and that's why I, I I'm I'm not like I'm not married to anyone from the sake of like I want to get better. I went through the Kawhi experience, you know. We had to. You know, Masai had to do his Thanos like Soul Stone moment where he dropped Damar <laughs> and kept Kyle. But like, I think that's the reality of this league. So like, like, that's just what it is. So but but with that said, with Pascal playing poorly, I just don't see us being able to trade him in any way. Like, I, I think our best trade asset right now is Norm Powell who has played some starter minutes. He's on a good contract. He's averaging like 19, 20 points a game uh, as a starter. I think he's our that's... only creator, by the way. Yeah, to- <laughs> totally. And it... So if he's gone, it's just going to be a bunch of pass, 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 contested three by Freddie. Totally. That's why you uh, throw him in into the trade mix and yeah. probably get back a Buddy Heald. I think Buddy Heald would fit perfect here. And they Buddy Heald would be like awesome. Buddy Heald over there. Also, really I like, like I like Bagley and I do believe in the like good system, bad system thing. Not to the point of being like, it's going to work out for Alex Len. But I do think, <laughs> you know, you bring in like a John Collins or like, well, actually, I guess Atlanta's doing OK. But I do think there is some system stuff. And like, you know, the Raptors, Jazz, Heat, Pacers, there's certain 
small markets that are like on the competent side of things. And then there's other small markets, which are just like basically a kind of like a bonfire. Um, but Dexter, let's stick with you. And my last Raptors question is, well, I guess we're kind of dancing around it, but you know, it's the quarter season mark. Uh, I just pulled some stats from uh, NBA.com. So the Raptors are seven and 11, uh, 11th in the East, uh, 14th, 14th on offense, 15th on defense. And um, we are 14th uh, overall in net rating. Uh, and, you know, I guess it's kind of similar to the Kyle Lowry question. Uh, but just, yeah, how can fans make sense of like having an average team? Like a team that's not going to give you something reliable every night. You just got to accept it. I think Raptors fans were spoiled with the championship. And we made it to the second round of last year and now they're expecting the same thing we expect way too much from this team and they just don't have the pieces like they don't even have the look like they look defeated for some reason and uh we just have to accept it for what it is uh wait till Masai does something gets his hands on something and uh believe in Masai just trust in Masai but Raptors fans are way too spoiled so spoiled and that's Um, coming from a Laker fan so you're also a Laker fan I bleed it on gold. I bleed it. All right, Kobe. <laughs> I should have vetted you before the pod. Uh, <laughs> uh, just kidding. But uh, what was it? Gonna, oh yeah, just just uh, kind of to your spoiled thing. I think there is like a patience element to this because you know if you were a Raptors fan before you know our our championship run, you watched Siakam start over Jared Sullinger, then go to the D League. You know, then come back and be part of uh, the bench mob. Then, you know what I mean? Like it kind of just like I think you understand that incremental growth and like where it can lead to. Um, you saw it with Fred as well. But um, yeah, a I lot of the, sil- silver linings this year. Sorry, sorry to interrupt ahead. you. I think no. the patient ones are the people who have been fans since like the 2000s where we had the Joey Grams, the Charlie Villanueva. Those people are the patient ones. These other people, these newer fans, you know, they want to see us in playoffs every Papa single year. Rujo. They want, oh, yeah, Rafael Papa Rujo, number if nine. If you can pick, say that we name. Should picked, we should have picked Iguodala. That's, that's where I don't know. we missed out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know, debatable. Those are the more patient people. Yeah. Um, when you I, move I, into the 2015 say, people. That's why I Sorry, say go we're ahead, not man. spoiled. We're not spoiled. We earned this. We, we sat through, like, just having no hope for, for my whole life. Like yeah. them telling me that Hafa Arujo was a good pick. And as a guy, as a guy who knows nothing, I knew it was the worst idea in the world. And it's yeah. like, we just, we, we just, we deserve a championship. We got one last season was icing on the cake. They ran it back. Good for them. It was so much fun. I, I had as much fun or more fun watching that last season than, than the championship season. It was, oh man. It was, it was so incredible. Rad. last year. It was incredible. The party's over. It's we're playing in a hockey arena in Florida. Uh, it's pack it up. Time to start fresh. You know what I mean? Well, when you say it like that, yeah. we're playing in a hockey arena in Florida. <laughs> oh my god! They're at a Best Western. They're getting caught. <laughs> oh they can't. They can't win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're I arguing know. over the, the waffle machine. They're, they're, this is not a winning recipe. You know what? I think. 
this is a, a nice way to like summarize this because us experienced Raptors fans can kind of tell you we've been through this before and you know every every Utah and every Stanley and every Matt Thomas is not necessarily special so have some patience chill out you know I think when you're looking for good things you want every and you know I should say this to myself you know because I probably criticize Nurse too much um, with the lack of talent and kind of like fits he has on this team yeah um, but I also think you know Nurse has been a little bit exposed too it's like it's harder to have a bad team than to have yeah. a team yeah. with Kawhi and yeah. Pascal and OG and you know uh, Marcus Gasol etc but um, yeah, let's uh, let's jump over to some NBA stuff. Uh, Maddie, good sir, uh, if you have uh, delicious Adam Silver <laughs> foghorn sounds, please fire it up for me. National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. Association. <laughs> Oh, wait, I messed up. Can uh, I just add something? Graham sure. really got screwed with the music. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, his was like... Um, Thank you. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> all, all I can think of is French-Canadian and pies. And I, I could just picture, like, like, wasn't there someone who pied our prime ministers and the pies were called pie minister? Sorry. It's called Android Sock Hop, okay? Wow. <laughs> Um, if, like, if our fans want to download it as a ringtone for Graham fans or whatever, Matt, Matt that sounds like dark net porn. And I, I want nothing with it. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you keep your demented audio titles out of here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you in a flashlight having sex. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to get horny on this one. No, we lied. You know what? We said that before, but we lied. Um, let's uh, let's get a little bit horny for the Utah Jazz, shall oh. we? Uh, uh, Graham. Jazz. Uh, yeah. If uh, my question is, uh, if a tree falls down in Salt Lake City, does anybody care? Uh, the Jazz are on a giant winning streak and are have the best uh, record in the NBA. Uh, I mean. Sure, doubt them in the playoffs, but uh, this is all we got right now. They're smoking teams. Gobert looks amazing. Conley looks pretty good. Um, Kyle, yeah, great. I don't know. But you got you got anything on the Jazz? Do you care? Uh, it's me? Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, I think Sorry. Rudy Gobert is arguably their best player. Um, I have a new nickname for him, um, Patient Zero. And... Uh, <laughs> He's uh, he's he's doing he's doing he's doing great, like yeah, everyone's doing. I care. Ten wins in a row, you can't argue with that. And cool, right? And it's it's like look, it's like how the Raptors last year, no one really cared. They were good. What the hell? What's going on over there? And then we won like sixteen in a row, and people had to notice. And we and then we had respect from that point on. Yeah, that's a good point. So I think. They look. They they had they had uh, respect last year going into the playoffs, and people are starting to notice. It's just they just need to they just need to win in the playoffs, and then people yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna that was my follow up to you was like they're I guess they're a proven in the playoffs team, right? Because like because yeah. the Nuggets, you know, they did win two rounds, and and what they did against the Jazz and then the yeah. Clippers is like 
is, is legit. And the Lakers mm-hmm. won, right? So you got uh, the Jazz and the Clippers are maybe, maybe the Clippers have more pressure, but um, they seem to be in that territory of kind of like, cool, you can be good in the regular season, just yeah. like Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dexter, uh, where, where are you at with Jazz, with, with the Jazz? Do you I care? Like team. They've been together a while. I think the cohesiveness is really good. They have great solid players uh like all around players so you have jingles who shoots the three really well uh you got royce o'neill who's coming out of nowhere and my guy i met him at a filipino restaurant <laughs> his name is jordan clarkson he played with kobe he played with lebron he will be the sixth man and uh shout out to filipinos because you know is he filipino I'm there and uh yeah he's gonna be the sixth man like everyone's sleeping oh, yeah. on this guy and he has played with kobe he has played with lebron he knows what but wait is, is clarkson filipino or he's just he's down yeah he's filipino team? he's half oh filipino. right on cool he, he played for uh team philippines oh awesome that's yeah. amazing he's got like yeah, a little fun fact for you a game or something this season what's that He's got like 17 points a game this season. Yeah, he's uh, he's going crazy. Like, yeah. you could arguably say Chris Boucher is the sixth man, but I really think Jordan Clarkson is uh, stepping up to that. And he's playing oh, behind yeah. uh, Spider Mitchell, right? So I guess he doesn't get enough screen time and people don't really know about him. He's not a household name, but uh, they have solid players. And Mike Conley, like you said, is getting back into form. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and uh, Dexter played... Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, if I'm wrong, but I I thought that uh, it, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Philippines are one of the places that basketball is a national sport. Oh, it's huge! It's huge. That's why I'm a Kobe fan. I'm a Laker fan. Like we love Kobe. I don't know why. Maybe his name or something. We also love Derrick Rose for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think maybe because he looks Filipino or something. But we love this guy. Uh, there's some more people like Nate Robinson used to play for the Philippines. Andre Bloch, if you guys remember him, used to play. I, I, I remember that Andre Andre Bloch got in a huge fight. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that was. If you want to see a crazy basketball fight, watch that. Andre Blatch uh, on the Philippines brawl. And and there's people like jumping and karate kicking each other in the face. I'm (laughs) not even kidding. There's a couple more players coming up. There's one named Jalen Green. He's half Filipino. Watch out for him. And a guy named Kai Soto, seven foot. uh, They're all on the G League Ignite and they're playing amazing. Cool, cool. Um, nice. I know uh, I turned this jazz into Philippines, but hey. Hey, man. No, no. We, we needed to find, like, you know, more. That's what this question was all about. Like, the spirit was like, it's the jazz, but we need a bit more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we need to make our own jazz. All right, sorry. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go back to you, uh, Graham, and just kind of some, like, some LBJ. I'm trying to think about how to frame this question because I don't want it to be like, is he is he the goat? I want to I want to see where you're at as far as like, how do you currently frame that conversation? For me, it's a little bit like I have some opinions, but I'll be more comfortable when LeBron is finished his career. Like, I think it will be the comparisons will be just easy to line up. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah, how, how do you frame it? Do you, like, you know, I've always that? thought that when he won the championship with Cleveland, we should always leave the door open that he he could be the goat. I, I thought that was like such an impressive thing that the coming down from three to one and winning, and I know he's mm-hmm. lost championships and Jordan. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's so funny. It 
obviously I have no idea. I'm a guy uh, talking to you in my kitchen right now. Same, same. Uh, He's just, it's, it's, it's like, I'm 39 years old. I got, you know, I got a Rodman jersey on. Like, obviously that's, that's my era. You know what I mean? And it's like, he was, Jordan was magic. There was a magic to him that LeBron will never have. Um, And, and he, he, but it's a, it's, we're, we're not, we're not adapt we're not adapting and learning. LeBron James has been so good for so long. It's undeniable. Like what he made to the finals eight years in a row or something crazy. Like that's absurd. He's still good. Now, now, yeah, he's going to Tom Brady's house and they're sacrificing children and eating their blood, <laughs> it, rubbing it on their knees. And then, right. uh, rubbing it on their knees. That's what they do. That's what they do. That's a fact. And, um, and, um, and so there, it's incredible what he's doing. He, he should, what's, what is a travesty is he doesn't have more MVPs. It's complete bullshit. I hate, I hate that people think the MVP is the most valuable player. I don't care about that in 50 years. I want to know who the best player was at playing basketball in 2019, 50 years in the future. Like I, he's so he should have won so many more times. He should probably win this year. He's putting it all together. He's not, he's not cruising around. He's like, he's going nuts. He should win this year. I think what attitude Greek freak can't shoot. And they gave it to him last year. The guy like, he, I, people play D against the Greek Feek like they play D against me, and that should insult him. <laughs> yeah, well, I Back mean, up and wait for him to. He can't shoot. I think it's kind of a fun, fun irony. Like, like LeBron's in right now. It's like he's existed long enough to have the narrative come back. And for a guy like yeah. Giannis, it's like his stats are basically as good as they were last year. You know, if he ends up, the Bucks end up rolling through the season, yeah. um, I'm sure he'll be a candidate. But people are frustrated because people are like, we've seen you lose. They're not you know, scared to of him. They're not scared. People are scared of LeBron. Exactly. Um, and then also narratively, right, it's like, I think you look at Brooklyn and – if Durant is better than LeBron, it won't matter because there's two, just two ridiculous players versus one in Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it's kind of fascinating. Like I used to frame this conversation and Dexter, I'll go, I'll go to you in a sec, but like, I used to kind of frame it as, you know, people always come at me with the like six finals, six finals MVPs. So I would immediately say, do you count second and third place finishes? Cause like, Jordan played 13 seasons. So like, let's talk about the other, you know, seven seasons, right? Because if you talk about those with LeBron, they're really good. They're much better those seasons than LeBron's or than, um, than Jordan. So that's like an interesting thing. And it's like the second best player was like the worst, the the worst players in the world. Like he was there. Like, let's get the all-star team from seven years ago. And, uh, like playing 400 pound Shaq, you know, totally. And, and, and like, yeah, I mean, like, that's like, I think if you really did watch Jordan, then that means you really did watch Pippen. And if you can understand how good he was, then you have to really look at like, oh, that's like Anthony Davis's best season. So that yeah. was like last year. And yeah. that was like Wade's best season. Bosch isn't even like yeah. messing with Pippen. So and then Rodman, forget about that. Um you know, so there's that. And then I used to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to separate them. Like Jabbar way back, 
uh, Jordan is like, you know, kind of like that middle like TV time. And then LeBron, LeBron's like the Twitter era. But I think LeBron, he, he just he's really pushing that for me. Like he just keeps kind of like doing these amazing yeah. things, which are like, oh, is it are we verging on disrespectful to not be like LeBron's to go? So I, I guess. Yeah. With all that said, Dexter. How do you frame this? I hope we didn't take all the points away. Nope. Hot take Jake's coming out. You guys ready (laughs) for it? I love it. LeBron is the second best Laker ever. Uh, Laker? Like it. Second best player ever next to Kobe Bean Bryant. Kobe, pound for pound, the best player I've ever seen in my life. LeBron James has won two shortened season championships. I'm throwing that out there. He's played with a multitude of Hall of Famers. Kobe made Pau Gasol a Hall of Famer. He he dragged Shaq to the championship. So I'm saying Kobe. LeBron is second best, but he did win. And if he wins another, it's three shortened season championships. And I don't count those. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Oh, my God. So wait a second. (laughs) I, okay. You're you're for me you're virgin in like hater territory because okay the, my my like like parsing through it I have Kobe at like tenth or eleventh overall like all time so I, I honestly feel like he doesn't really compare to like Elijah Wan let alone like Duncan or if Michael uh, Jordan is the best Kobe was the remix I, I the do agree better pound for pound Kobe is the best. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I, I think we'll have to agree to disagree here because, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what the Rushmore is, but, you know, Kobe's not on mine. I do think Kobe is a very, like, special all-time player. Um, but uh, I think you know Kobe what? has become underrated. In some ways, I think so. Like, like Allen Iverson at one point, they were like, who's the, who's the greatest, like, three players of all time is it to, and and they weren't mentioning kobe and alan iverson was just like what the hell are you talking about what, do you how good kobe is he was so awesome like this is before he kobe died and alan iverson was like angry uh but i mean i don't know why we forget he left us with 60 points that was his very his actual last game yeah he left us with 60 points but he also and that's his legacy he scored 81 on the raptors like he had to score for his team to win. I mean, I, I don't want to trash Kobe, but he's also got some, you know, he's missed more shots than anybody, which is a cool accomplishment. <laughs> uh, he's been on some, like, bad teams. Uh, he also kind of tanked the Lakers on his way out. I mean, I, I LeBron could have carried some of those, like, Jordan Clarkson teams mm-hmm. to, the, to the playoffs, and they were brutal. They were brutal. I think, like, Laker fans um, – I don't know how many of you guys listening also know hockey, but Laker fans are very similar to Lee fans. It's just a lot of like, like very myopic view of everything. Yeah, it's like I you got the buzzer going. The Lakers win. That's the thing. The Lakers do win, which is different than the Leafs. I always feel like the Leafs yeah. are like uh, my 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 sports comparison for them is like every World Cup. 
we have people from England are like, England's going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. They're going to get pumped in the quarterfinal. No, no, no. They're full of English people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, no, no, that's not where the best soccer players come from. No. Um, the sun comes out and they get all burnt and have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, JK, Wayne Rooney's better than Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, but uh, I don't know why. I don't know this weird soccer slander's coming out. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't. I don't hate England either, you know? Um, I like England. I root <laughs> yeah uh we're crossing okay. sports shout out to the blue jays yeah, shout out to the blue jays um but let's let's fi- let's finish this off with some quickish questions um what do you guys say you want to bang off some quickish questions i'll bang, bang anything off. let's go yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know i was like i don't know what like yeah. I, I always like ask people if they're okay and they're like <laughs> i'm on the pod yeah. uh anyways uh maddie good sir Please give me your best quickish questions, Sting. Um, okay, this is uh, this is quickish questions. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read these questions as as clearly as possible. Uh, I'm likely gonna stutter, slur, misread a comma, maybe have a stroke. Um, that's okay. You have to answer as quickly as humanly possible. You can't phone a friend. Uh, you can't delay. Matt, you can't do any like of your like home alone tricks, you know, like make sure, you know, wet bandits. Well, I don't know where I'm going with that riff, but uh, let's let's do this. Let's go. uh, Dexter Graham, Matt. Uh, Okay, you ready? Yeah, sir. All right. Dexter. By the time Kyle Lowry retires, blank will be the all-time leading Raptor scorer? DeMar DeRozan. I think it's way too many points, and Kyle Lowry goes somewhere else. Fair. Graham, which one player on the Raptors will take the baton from Kyle eventually and be our franchise franchise face for years and years to come? Only pick one. (laughs) Okay. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Let's do it. I didn't even um, say his name right. Um, but uh, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, I That's a really tough one. It's such a flux. I, I guess Fred. Fred would be my answer. Fred, Fred's a pretty good yeah. pretty good one. Um, Matt. Yes. Rank each Van Vliet commercial cameo from best to worst. One, Jif peanut butter and smuckers with Pascal. Right. Two, Osmos with Norm. Mm -hmm. Three, Axe Skateboards and Fresh Roses with OG. (laughs) Uh, Is is first the best? Yes. Okay. Uh, Let's go with the PB&J one first, because I'm still mystified that that became such a thing where everyone's eating PB&J in the NBA. Um, I'm going to give Osmos second, because it's delish. And the third one was, uh, what was the third one? Uh, the third one was uh, the new one with OG skateboard, uh, the Axe body spray one. Haven't seen it. That's roses. why it's third. <laughs> okay, you know what? I, I had a feeling your rankings were going to have something to do with what you've seen. <laughs> um, uh, Dexter, how good are the Toronto Raptors? 
Well, the record's seven and eleven. I feel like half the league is seven and eleven, so they're <laughs> in the middle of the league, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right where they should be. I think. Mm-hmm. Graham, which Raptors jersey design and player should I buy? What was the design? Oh, uh, yeah. This person just like, what should I buy? Uh, you, you should buy a um, a uh, Quincy AC. Uh, <laughs> Damn, Quincy AC camo. <laughs> camo, just the worst jersey. Someone oh, has that. Um, Even Quincy yeah. AC. I'll be surprised. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can I you saw, mail me one? If I saw somebody at a game with a Quincy AC camo jersey, I would honestly, I would go talk to them, be like, "You're hilarious. Can I buy you a beer? Twenty bucks." That's and be like, so, "That's so. I want. I want to buy that for my friend. I want to buy that yeah. for Dylan God. He would appreciate that." You know what? Yeah, Pe- people know D- people know Dylan on this pod, so uh, maybe we'll get a crowdfunding thing for D- Dylan needs that jersey. So we'll work on that. Maybe that's that's a project for the pod. Um, okay, uh, Matt. Yeah. Uh, how bad is Russell Westbrook? Um, I don't I don't want to call him bad. I want to be more positive. I think he's just a bit of a lost soul right now. He's a in- lost soul is not nicer. <laughs> Sorry. He's a man born without a soul. Uh, he, yeah, that's a nice thing to say. You know what? He's playing for the Wiz right now. There's just been a lot of, you know, strife in Washington right now and on all different levels, I think. Uh, give him another season. He'll be back. Okay. Uh, Dexter, is Russell Westbrook the MVP of the 2021 season? Hell yes, Uncle Westbrook. This was my prediction at the beginning of the season. I'm sticking with it. They've only played 25% of the games. Let's go, Westbrook. We got so much time. Is that okay. really your prediction? Does it? Dexter, your energy is really yeah. growing on me. Like, I'm so down. Like, I feel like you're going to be like, Thunder? Championship. Stop. <laughs> um, but, uh, Graham, uh, what makes, okay, what makes the world go round? Why do, why do I get these kind of questions? What I don't know. I'm sorry. Just say Westbrook. <laughs> Hope makes the world go round, oh. which is why I, I, I really believe this. I'm buying I'm buying Uta stock right now. Uh, okay. That guy, he's he looks big. Good. He does he's look good. Big. He's got skills. He just needs a chance. He needs confidence. I'm telling you in a couple of years, next, you know, he's he's good. He's, he's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah, quick side note, Nurse doesn't usually like elaborate, but when 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 Utah had his first big game, he yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, you look cuz everyone was talking about his defense." He's like, "Yeah, and that's he's allowed to play cuz of his defense, but he's he's good on offense. Trust he's me." So tall. Like, oh. There's all these guys that are good that come in, they're like, "Okay, whatever," but he's tall. Yeah, it helps. I mean, it helps. Tall Asians, they're like unicorns. It's. I mean, <laughs> I I assumed he was Mongolian or something, and then he's pretty crazy. much eight feet to us. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's Matt. Awesome. Yeah. This is, this is the last question before the all play. Oh dear. Uh, how detrimental to the sport is it for Shaq to have a platform on TNT? <laughs> <laughs> um, detrimental, eh? Are people pro- pissed? If you're wondering, he recently had a really weird, like, trying to be Donovan Mitchell, D- Donovan Mitchell's dad moment on TNT. <laughs> oh. He was like, you had a bad game. And Donovan's like, okay. He's like, I wanted you to hear that, son. Like, oh, son. <laughs> no, but, but it, it was weird. Um, 
no, I think uh, I think you just gotta. Uh, Shaq is gonna give you some some good comedy. You can't. He, okay. He's good for it. So so keep so you know good Shaq with the bad Shaq. Good Fair Shaq enough. with the bad Shaq. Okay, well, this is this bit of an all play here. Um, so uh, here we go. So Dexter, I'm going to start with you. What's one thing that each Raptor starter needs to do more of, slash less of? So we're going to go through it quick. Um, but uh, just I'll, I'll go through the starters one at a time. Dexter, what is Baines? Um, <laughs> what does Baines need to do more of? Oh, everything. <laughs> Graham, what is? I think he needs to post up. And his defensive position is very bad. Everyone just gets in the lane. Like the game yesterday, Brooke Lopez scored like a thousand points in the paint. So just his defensive position. He jumps straight up, which is good, but just where he needs to be. And post up, man. Like you're big and strong. Graham, what is uh what does Aaron Baines need to do less of? Play. <laughs> Matt, what does Pascal need to do more of? Um, God, pick one thing. Uh, I, I'd say like he needs to be, he needs to be that that guy down the stretch that does the clutch shot. Dexter, what does Pascal need to do less of? Oh man, I'm dizzy just thinking about it. All those spin moves, man. <laughs> okay, spin. I gave Graham. That was good. Graham, what does OG need to do more of? He just needs to play with confidence because he's got the skills. The guy, the guy is—he's a good player. He's a better than a three and D player. He can. I think he needs to slash more. Is what he needs to do. Matt. Oh, oh sorry. Matt. OG less of. Uh, OG needs to. Uh, what he needs to do less is play games with context. As I said before, he needs to go. He needs to get a signature goggle, yes, prescription goggle, and yes. move forward with that for the rest of his career. I'm not even. I'm not even being sarcastic. I agree with you, and I've said that to myself in my head before. I, it's probably in the back of his mind. Like if he's going to lose it, sometimes mid shot. Yeah, Dexter, Fred, more of. Picking pops, not picking rolls with beans, but picking pops. I think uh, if he spreads the floor more, you'll get more open shots. Graham, less of. For Fred. For Fred, sorry, less of. Um, just pull up threes. I think he <laughs> takes a lot of like a lot of those, and it's- a lot of those like uh, guile from Street Fighter moon kicks. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird comparison on my part. Um, no, I get it. Uh, Matt, mm-hmm. um, are we at Kyle Lowry yet? I think so. Kyle Lowry, more of. Uh, I want some more smiles that are in that court. It looks like Kyle isn't has he's not having as much fun as we've seen him in the past. He needs to show a little more enjoyment, and it's going to rub off on Ann Bynes, mate. <laughs> Dexter, Kyle Lowry, less of. He's so old. Stop taking charges. Nobody's not going to get used to it. That's Stop very good. Charges. killing it. Just, just to just to keep things even, I'll throw in one more person. We'll do we'll do Nick Nurse. Um, Graham, what does Nick Nurse need to do more of? <laughs> he needs to adapt more and not get entrenched in what worked last year. Totally agree. Matt, what does Nick Nurse need to do less of? 
Fisherman um, Friends? Yeah, I was actually going to say Fisherman's Friends because they are <laughs> they have been proven to be an addictive substance. And I think that if you have <laughs> Thank you. too many of them. Yeah, the, <laughs> sweet. So the Fisherman Friends, people are going to come after the pod now. Great. <laughs> He takes it in liquid form, apparently. Now he doesn't. He doesn't even do a lozenge anymore. Oh my yeah, god! Shoots up with the fish. It's a gateway. Canadian a gateway. lean. Canadian lean now is fisherman's friend. <laughs> Canadian lean, um, guys. That's that's it. We made it to the end of the pod. Uh, this was a great one. Um, thank you both so much, uh, Dexter. I'll, I'll, I'll go to you first. Um, but below the hardwood, yeah. Where, where can people find like uh, your pod and and oh, your basketball we- writer too? Yeah, uh, I wrote for TSN, like one article, but oh, yeah. uh, find us. Hey, I, I didn't tell it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we are pressed on that. Uh, Below the hardwood, uh, BTH on NBA. Uh, you can find me living my Dex life. Uh, don't forget the G, triple O-G on the IG, TikTok and Twitter. And I forgot to say hi, Nikki. That was oh. the coolest plug by far <laughs> ever on the pot. Um, oh, yeah. Well, buckle up. Get ready for that. <laughs> oh, shit. Here comes Graham. Holy shit. <laughs> Graham, um, you know, if you don't have yours down like that, that's okay. But what's up? We're, we're, I mean, you know, you, you got a ton of stuff going on. What's up? Oh, man, I got a ton of stuff going on. Make a lot of money. Have a lot of sex. It's pretty sick. Um you can find me at Instagram K. Get it, Instagram. That's that's fun. That's a fun little play of words mm-hmm. I did there. Instagram K. I just released yesterday yes. a uh, a mockumentary um, making fun of James Harden's years, last few years uh, playing for the Houston Rockets. It's uh, a last dance type thing. It's called the Last Step Back. It's about their their goal of having one final crushing early playoff exit. Um, which they did achieve, if you remember. But anyway, it's a cartoon. I made it. It's on my IG, Instagram, K. Check it out. Um, and um, I think that's that's all I want. I want you to go to my IG. And now, what about, is your website still up? Yeah, Graham K. Comedy. You can go to Graham K. Comedy. I just I just bought the rights to GrahamK.com, so you can go there, too. I oh, mean, that's wow. That's a huge upgrade. Hey. Huge. Nice. But, can, uh, yeah, and also check out my, uh, my YouTube. I'm starting to release more stuff on YouTube that, uh, that, that James Harden documentaries on my YouTube. It's Graham K YouTube. Um, also just so you know, uh, this is true. I keep getting these Google alerts. I signed up for Google alerts, uh, to see what's going on with like for press and stuff. Cause I had, I had like a special on Crave TV. Anyway, long story short, um, there is a rapist with my name in Australia. That's not me. I'm a good guy. <laughs> um, I keep my hands to myself. Um, <laughs> That's, I, I love that you have to say that because you probably do. Shit. Yeah. Um, I have, I, I, I'm a cool guy. I'm a consensual sex cool guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it makes you feel better, one of the most popular Google images for Freddie Revis is a gentleman being like thrown into prison and crying and like all these like people in his town yelling and pointing at him. Oh, man. So he just did something very bad that guy. too. Bad guy. Um, that's not me, you know, um, but you know, we'll we'll make sure to plug this video. It's hilarious. It's like, you know, if anyone's ever seen like game of zones, it's like that, but funnier, uh, cause Graham's hilarious. Um, I don't know if that's like a a crappy comparison, but it's really, really like, it's like, it's it's one of those things like, sorry, is I, 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 uh, I submitted to be a writer for game of zones. And I and I submitted that as a script, and I think it was just like a little too 
like I don't want to say edgy, but like it was a little too funny. And so <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair and true. Brand like they have corporate sponsors and whatever, and I have totally. You know, yeah, like, you kick ass and like take names and like. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Like that sounded like I'm me, sure. like making fun of you, but like no, no, you know, no, 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 Graham doesn't beat anybody up. Okay, he's a nice yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's that's it for the pod. You know, make sure to share, subscribe, everyone. Um, help us out uh, on Patreon or whatever, um, or don't just keep listening. Uh, we've been growing the past couple uh, months quite a bit, so thanks for everyone who, uh, who's listening. And uh, Matt, if you feel like we're good to go, please, sir, just give me the words okay. Okay. Oh, that was smooth, my boy. It was growing on me. <laughs> hey, hot the fucking music again. It does feel like Graham has a tie that keeps like rolling up and moving like. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 